Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another episode of the Lucast. I'm Sean McCall. It's SEL Roper. What's up? And it's producer Pat on the call on the mic. Welcome back, St. Louis. We're hanging out. We're watching the Cardinals. They're already getting whooped by the Braves again. 3 nothing in the third. We're going to recap opening day. Every game this last weekend, Roper and I were both down there. We went to the City game on Saturday. We're going to talk about their first loss of the year. We're going to hit on sportsmanship. Sports. Sportsmanship. We're going to hit on the Blues. They're officially eliminated from the playoffs. Which is sad. We're going to talk about the Battle Hawks. AJ McCarron, XFL MVP, throwing to Hakeem Butler. Are they the best duo? Masters is this weekend. Bad weather forecast, but we're going to still talk about them. Very wet masters. And then the draft this week, we're going to do our best live sporting memories. And then we wrap things up with OTROT, so stay tuned. Cardinals opening day, we finally went this year. I was (coughs) sick from work that day. (laughs) I love the fake cough, Shaw. (laughs) I had to do it. And it was really bad because I had a lot of coworkers who were joking like, multiple days leading up to opening day like oh we're gonna call off we're gonna be sick we're just not showing up and i just had my head down in the corner like "Mm, yeah i'm actually gonna do it (laughs) and i did but it was all forgiven i promised my coworkers that i would buy them a margarita or something if they met me up at the ballpark this year so fair trade fair trade (laughs) that is a fair trade we saw the clydesdales we saw 30 combined hits in the first game. Jordan Walker, one of the youngest to ever wear a Cardinals jersey on opening day. Yeah, and I want to give some shout-outs. We had uh, Emily there. We had Christian. um, Pat, obviously. Producer Pat was in attendance. Uh, Yeah, it was a fun squad. It was kind of windy out, but like, like I'm just saying, like, it was a perfect day, like beautiful day out. But if it wasn't so like high speed winds and like chilly, it would it would have been even better. But it was still great, and uh, obviously it sucked at the end. But uh, uh, Adam Wainwright, how about him giving a masterclass performance out of nowhere, shocking everyone in that stadium and in the organization, even the players. Only like two or three people in the whole organization knew that he was about to do that. Yeah, that was a shocker. Well, explain what he did. I don't know if you explain what he did. Oh, he sang the national anthem very beautifully. But when all the players were lined up for the national anthem. They were, like, hinting at it. They were, like. No, no, John Hewlett, his was the introduction that Wainwright got. He said, singing today's national anthem is an upcoming St. Louis local songwriter. And we were, like, oh. And everyone looked around and we're, like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And he goes, Adam Wainwright. Uncle Charlie, Adam Wainwright. And, like, what was it? Jordan Montgomery was standing next to him in the line was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it was funny because I think some of the players knew that those guys were friends with Wayno because I think maybe before they went out there, he was talking to them. Oh, the guy's the playing pitchers, the guitar. One of the pitchers said, hey, you should sing the national yeah, anthem for one game with your buddies. And when I goes, yeah, that'd be a cool idea. <laughs> they Five were doing, minutes later. They were doing <laughs> No, that was awesome. I heard a big spin zone that uh, Wainwright faked his injury in the locker So that he would get his yeah. opportunity to... In the weight room at Team USA camp so he could sing. No, well, but hey, it was, it was Anyways, worth that it. was a great game. A lot of hits. 
Jordan Walker, great premiere. He got a hit at his first career at bat. We were there to witness it. Uh, I believe he had two hits in that game. I think you're right, Producer Pat, but I know he got a hit at his first at bat, at least. Who was it that fucked up our bets, Shaw? Was it you? Was it that? Was that opening day when you fucked up the. No, it was Ryan Helsley. <laughs> fucked up our bets again. That's true. But I know, but it was like Nolan Gorman instead of Jordan Walker. It still wouldn't have mattered. I know, I know, but he got the hit. The yeah, money I line. I know. Shaw was too mad about the money line not hitting and not go to the patios. <laughs> oh, I was devastated because I can't take those roller coaster losses. Nato and Goldschmidt both hit doubles in the eighth, and we had the lead again. And what does Helsley do? Come back in there and blow the lead. I've been, The last three Cardinal games I went to, two playoff losses and then opening day, Helsley ruined all of them. Well, maybe not the, the second one, but I know the first playoff game. <laughs> maybe not the second one, but definitely the first one. The more important And one. I was just tired of watching the Cardinals lose. I waited all winter to get in there opening day to not watch the Cardinals lose. <laughs> well, and then also, speaking of getting into Bush Stadium, Roper had a, a time trying to figure out how to get my ballpark pass tickets. But this was on Saturday's game because we had to buy extra well, tickets. Well, yeah, because the opening day. day didn't count towards the ballpark app whatever, but the ballpark app literally royally fucked me. Yeah, explain. explain. Yeah, how, so how do you get locked out of your ballpark? I app? literally don't know because when I bought the fucking tickets, <laughs> I was signed in. I could see all my fucking tickets on the ballpark app, so I assumed everything was normal and fine and dandy. And then I loaded up on Saturday morning, thinking everything's all good and gravy. Nope, I can't get it into my account. And then I try and do like a forgot password. Reset the email. They no, you. they sent me an email to saying access or request denied. You are <laughs> locked out of your account. <laughs> You're just totally locked. So they gave me like an MLB number to call, but Shaw told me he was like called at the Cardinals office because the MLB number wasn't open yet. So I called the Cardinals box office, hoping they could get me in or print off my ticket because. I was talking to what was his name? Sam. Sam was Oh, he was bullshitting you the yeah, whole time. Yeah, he was telling me he was telling me I'm we're making, making progress. good progress. We're gonna get those <laughs> tickets printed for you and it'll be available will call. Just let me put you on hold for for one sec. Ten minutes later, fifteen minutes later on hold, hangs up the phone on me. And then I call back and some other guy answers and he's like Oh, I see what your problem is, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to be able to help you, man. <laughs> so then I had to fucking call the MLB office, and MLB tells me to fucking call the fucking Cardinals. Giving you the runaround. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Such bullshit. And then I, like, next game, well, I didn't go well, to no, Sunday. Here, let me take it from here. So this was Saturday, and we were trying to get down there early to get the Molina pool holes pitching bobbleheads April Fool's Day and then Roper decides oh I'm gonna walk to the where do you go box, box, box office. office because they did send you an email that had some type of ticket transformation code with a barcode on it and I said dude go show them this maybe maybe they'll print them out I don't know so he goes tries to do it we get in line but we kind of sneak in the line me Christian and Max 
and we're kind of hidden behind like some youth youth baseball players. We kind of sneak in Uh-oh. with them, and then just after we get in with them, security and the ushers come out and go, "No one will be getting into this line. If you want to get in line, you go all the way down there to the next block and where the line starts." And we're like, "We can't do that. We need this bobblehead." So we like scoot in. Roper starts calling me, and Roper wants to get in line with us. No, well, I wasn't was saying getting, that. The crowd was getting restless. I was, but I and wasn't. And wanted me to buy you a ticket and get in line. But right, but I wasn't. I wasn't wanting to get in line with you. I was just wanting you, well, to get up there. I understand that yeah. we communicated that, and then I didn't think you were going to be able to get in line and even still get a bobblehead. But then I'm on the phone with Roper finally, and I just tell him, "Dude, the crowd's restless. Like, I'll buy you a ticket." And I can scan it for you when you get to the gate, but it might take a while. And he just goes, look to your right. <laughs> I somehow weaseled his way like oh, almost halfway up the line. I think he pulled the Impractical Jokers. Impra- Larry! 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 He got, he got he up there. He pulled it? He pulled it. And then I bought him a ticket. We got in. We got our Molina bobbleheads, and all was good in the world. Yeah, I didn't get pool holes. You got Molina, yeah. Cardinals won that day, too. Still, it was good. Still doesn't look like Yachty, though. And then after that game, we hung out downtown. We went over to John's again. And for the city game, we were playing some Sandlot soccer. Gravel. Yeah. Gravel parking. In the gravel abandoned parking lot in front of his building. I wish they would just put grass there. Do something. Wouldn't that be cool? No, then everyone would be in there. Yeah. Now it's hard. It's, it's ours. It's, it's our lot. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I took my uh, – I took my uh, – Scarf off because it was getting hot out there with my one beer in my hand or whatever, and I left it out on the field because I knew we were coming back down there and people were still oh, down there. Someone probably took that shit. One of John's friends snatched it and used it for the game, uh, and he gave it back to me when we went back to good. John's after the game. You guys remember when the ball went over the fence and I just like instinctively ran over there, <laughs> hopped over the. It was a big fence too. It's not it was, a regular like no. backyard fence. It's like. Double. It was double, double backyard. I yeah. climbed over that, and at the top of those, it's not like barbed wire, but like they do have some like sharp There's points on. Yeah, them. it's just Spikes. like a it's spiked wire fence. Yeah. I got over clean the first time, second time, not so clean. <laughs> I had a cardinal giveaway vest on from last season, and it got caught on it and ripped up a little bit. Not the worst, but the price you pay when you're drinking beers and having a good time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but going back to the Cardinals, what about uh, uh, the young players starting off hot? Yeah, we'll talk about the Sunday game we went to. Or, Roper, you had to work. I mean, it was just me, actually. <laughs> oh, you just go by yourself? <laughs> no, I was with Christian. I went with my brother. Oh, okay. Though I do, I will go to a Cardinals game by myself. I'm not ashamed. I'll sit there and get a scorecard or something. I've been to a Blues game by myself before. I went to a Blues game by myself this year, too. Mm. Besides, besides that, uh, um, Gorman, Gorman, Burleson, Walker, they're killing it right now. They are. I think Gorman's on base percentage is like sixty-eight or seventy percent. Yeah, I'm... Jordan Walker's had a hit in almost every game he's played in. Uh, yeah, has got two Walker. Walker gets unlucky where he kind of hits it right into their like the outfielder's gloves, but they're hard hit balls. Every time he hits the ball, he's barreling it. Yeah, he is. 100 miles an hour off the bat every time. Is it's only a matter really? of time. It's only a matter of time. I was trying to tell Shaw, I think the, the play is not, not sitting Budweiser Terrace, but sitting Bleachers. left field 
standing over there, and maybe we get that Jordan Walker first home run. Yeah, last night we were sitting in the Bowtie Bar left field porch. It was empty in there. And um, I guess technically we were sitting on the wrong side of the foul pole, but someone could hit a home run in there. But it would have to be a bullet line drive. But I was telling Roper, I would tackle a little kid for Jordan Walker first home run ball. So the, no how many, the, Gar, the Cardinals have played four games, and he's got five hits already. How about it? But and he's batting one, 313. But I know one game he didn't have a hit, though. The first uh, the first Braves game he did not. Oh, this one, I think. Right now, the one he's going on. Wait, so he's got a hit every game then? He... No, uh, the second game against the Saturday game, I don't think he got a hit. I'm looking up. Or the Sunday game. What's... Quick, no, he's gotten a hit in every single game. I think Gorman's got two home runs, and Burleson has two home runs. Yep. Gorman could be that dude this year. But what about Donovan, too? Donovan could be the next Matt Carpenter. Yes, he could. Leading off the lineup every night. Yeah, this Cardinals lineup is so good, besides our pitching. Yeah. We're going to take every all, game now. We all knew the pitching would be terrible. And you know you know Moe's comment yesterday? He said, like... <laughs> how empty it is up there. Well, it's... Well, that was before the game. It's Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night game. It's pretty empty tonight in Bush. We should have went to this one, too, you guys. We could have recorded from section 454. <laughs> um, no, but Mo was saying, like, he's not even, like, uh, we have five We have five starting pitchers already. Oh, no, we I'm have six. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of it. To wallet, open your damn wallet and get us a fucking hurler. <laughs> get us a pitcher. We needed that. That's all we need. Just get us a fucking pitcher. We have Wayne Wright in his last career fucking year, and he's our ace. That's the best we can do. We have like the top five in payroll, and that will be. We couldn't afford anyone. We still have her Helsley, who blew the fucking wild card. Why? What? Make some fucking changes on hey, the mound. Hey man, Zach Thompson. Zach Thompson looked good. Mike McGreevy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jake Woodford pissing us off last night. And Verhagen. Matthew Libby. Verhagen. Matthew Libby down in Memphis. Okay, Libby, when I When we call him up, it'll be just like making a trade. All right. All right. I, I'll be happy with that. All right. But, oh, oh, safe. But I want to I wanna hit on all day Saturday. So Saturday. All right, we're going to see now. Yeah, we're going no, back. No, 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 yeah. no, hold on. Hold on, Oh, Oh, we're going. Oh, the doubleheader. Yeah, what the fuck? We already talked about that, dude. No, no, I'm saying. We did. We talked about Sandlot well, soccer. I know, but I was that saying. Was Saturday. No, you're not understanding. So, shout out Bennett. Shout out Josh Henry. We all met up. Went to the Bush Stadium for the day game Saturday. We won that game. We fucked up the Blue Jays. The first then, win. We literally talked about all this already. No, we did not. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying the doubleheader. We went to the doubleheader. We went to the Saturday game, and then we stayed downtown, and went to. I went to Cybergs with Josh and Bennett, smashed a Cybergs chicken sandwich with Provel cheese. It was great. And we, yeah, obviously we hit on that and went to John's and did the pregame stuff, festivities, and then we got into Wooigans or whatever to. Uh, the march, and this time it wasn't like the opening day game. They went all the way around City Park, 
And more flares this time too. Oh, they added more flares. Lots smokier. Yeah. I saw. I, I went into the stadium early because I already did the march for the first game. March every game. Yeah, we, we march, march every, every game. game. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but I saw you guys marching. You guys were great. I, I saw. I, I yelled from the stadium. Not gonna lie, the Cardinal game first, and then the City game after. Like my voice was kind of gone. I, I was not keeping the chance up. <laughs> my voice was scratchy. And obviously, uh, can we? Yeah. So we gotta get into this City game breakdown. All right, let's get into it. Obviously, the atmosphere was electric as always, but. I think it's just annoying how we fucking didn't draw or score because we had a lot more chances than they did. Like in the 30th minute, we were getting so many chances in that first half. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has stats pulled up, but we had felt like way more shots, way more corners. Oh, we had definitely a lot more possession than they did. And oh, don't even get me started. We, uh, the Franco fr- uh, Frog. Rajapani? I don't know how you say it. F-R-A-G-A-P-A-N-E. Anyway, Minnesota fucker. He already had a yellow card in early in the first half. And there was a challenge from Jared Stroud. And Frajapani, like, dove, embellished. And Jared Stroud got the yellow. But if he would have gotten rightfully called, like, an embellishment and got a yellow card, that would have been a second yellow. And that was only in, uh, I think, the, like, the 30th minute. So that would have changed, like, the whole game. It would have been down to 10 men. I I just, I, I have a problem with that fucking ref. I, I don't want to blame it. Like, obviously, I think the I think the penalty was deserved. I, I disagree. Mean, it was, it I sucked. disagree with you there because if, if you mean, go back sucked. and look at the replay – the ball was gone. I know, they poked I it already. Know, yeah. And yeah, he was late. It was a reckless. But you're it was call... a reckless dot or tackle. And then Klaus, I will say, Klaus not getting the call for the penalty when he got kicked in like the face, basically. Yeah, that that was how bullshit. was that not a foul? Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota had one single shot on net the entire game, and it was the penalty kick. Well, like you got to be kidding me. They that had. was that was their only. Well, yeah, they, you're right. That is but, the only one well, shot on yeah. target. Well, I guess yeah, you don't guess count the was. one off the post. There was the one that they almost scored, but it hit the post. Was that and, on our side or the other side? That was, was on, on our side. side. Yeah, I remember. I was like so worried. They oh, almost I think scored, I kinda do but they remember hit that the post. one. Uh, we had 16 shots to then to their 10. We had three shots on target. We had 55 percent of the possession. We had way more passes. We had way more pass accuracy. Uh, we we had more fouls than them, and we had more yellow cards than them. But we had the same amount of corners as well. So, I mean, to be honest, it probably should have been a draw. But the ref, Roper's right, the ref kind of dictate, did dictate that game a little bit. I think yeah. a little too much, to be honest. Let the boys play sometimes, man. No, he kind of was. He kind of was letting the boys play, but then he would make weird calls, and it just threw the whole game off. It wasn't. It didn't flow well. Mm. Like, choose one or the other. Like, let the boys play or don't let the boys play. 
feel like Minnesota did a good job keeping a couple of defenders back all the time. No, yeah, absolutely. They were really credit, careful letting us Minnesota. not getting the ball over the top. Yeah, they were they were in. they were hugging Klaus the almost the mm-hmm. entire game. They did pretty good when we tried flanking it down the wing and then trying to cut back to the center of the box for a shot. They were they were on us. They were pretty good on defense. Yeah, you give them all the credit in the world, but it should have been a draw in my opinion. And then mm-hmm. there was um some controversy with people standing and sitting. Oh yeah, I saw this on Twitter. Apparently you're not supposed to stand every game now, like I don't know. No, it's I the lower level, the the lower bowl, they stand the whole time. Mm-hmm. Those those fans stand the whole time and obviously the supporters section you have no choice. You can't sit. You have to stand. So it's like basically a lower bowl and supporter section that stand. And then some people, I guess, these guys were saying on Twitter, the guys that got kicked out, they're season ticket holders, and for the first two games, they stood the whole time, and they're in a cool section where other people stand with them and stuff, and there was never a problem. But I guess for this Minnesota United game, there were some fair-weather fans, and it reminds me, dude, it gives me flashbacks to the St. Louis Rams games. But I'd love to stand on like third down, a big third down, people and would people yell would you to sit yeah, down. Yeah, and it frustrates me. Like you're at a sporting event, there's a fucking couch for you to sit on at home if you can't fucking exactly. stand. Exactly. Exactly. I still. I'm gonna be honest. I was up in the above you guys, and I stood the entire game. Anyone and bitch I, at you? Nobody. B- nobody bitched at me. Uh, yeah, it's dumb. Don't either. I think what city should do is just come out with an announcement saying, like, I think everybody should stand. But then people are going to say, then why the hell they put seats in their stadium? Put bleachers. Change them out for bleachers. Add more people. I love it. We're going to rip out all the seats at City Park and put bleachers in everywhere. That's genius. I, yeah. And Sell I more guess tickets these guys... Next year. I mean, it's not that bad where they didn't get kicked out until, like, the end end, like, almost, oh, like, 90th weird. minute. So, but I guess, like, the cops were coming up throughout the game, and, like, because I guess these fuckers that were sitting behind them resorted down, to going to the police. Down. We're getting security. Yeah. We paid good money for these things. Yeah. And Go back to I'm biased Charles. Where I, yeah, right. <laughs> Safe Charles. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Fuck those fuckers from the Chuck Rob. So, Moving but, on. Now we got the Sounders coming up. This we week. Seattle Sounders away. Sounders this week. Not Mike's- a good timing. Saturday, game at 10.30, Easter Sunday, the next day. Mass early in the morning. I don't got to work tomorrow, the next day, so. Huh. Yeah, and the loss is not a good timing either. With the team? Or is it good to have the loss out of the way and we're not nervous to give it up anymore? I don't think the, it was good the loss came at home. No, and especially yeah. not uh, I, That should shutout. have been a draw. That should have at least been a draw. The shutout, I mean, I'm not going to say alarming, but... It's not good. Not good. They didn't have as many chances as I thought they could. Yeah. Um, But let's uh, let's move on. To uh, sportsmanship. Oh, yeah. You, you kind of hinted at this. We're going to get a Shaw rant here. 
Oh, a rare one. This was on Sunday. Not going to lie, I was pretty blacked out like the majority of this weekend. And <laughs> I was getting the Iowa games confused because they played on Friday night. Yeah, against they Sunday was the who did they play? South Carolina. Beat South Carolina. And this is where it started. This is where it started. Is uh, no, Caleb Clark. no, no, no. It was it against is. Louisville. No, it was it was no, the SEC game. No, well, okay, maybe it oh, was. Oh yeah, she go. did some other stuff to but, South Carolina yeah, when she didn't defend them, and that's why Angel Reese was talking about personal. Let me get into my rant right, though. Right, right, right. So, Caitlin Clark, best player in the tournament. She's a trash talker, but you know what? I'm a fan of trash talking. She's got but, the game to back it up. Let me rant here. Let me rant here. Trash talking has a time and a place, and when Angel Clark. Or not Angel Clark. Angel Reese did her trash talking in the championship game. Was absolutely disgraceful. And it was classless, to quote Mr. Portnoy from Barstool. But. How was it classless, in your opinion? It was very, very unclassy because the way she did it. She taunted her, walked around the court, spent a lot of time tracking her down. Mind you, she just won the game. She's more concerned about taunting her opponent and rubbing it, literally rubbing it in her face that she lost than she is concerned about celebrating the win with her teammates. And sportsmanship is about winning and losing with class, something that situation totally lacked, really grinding my gears, and I'm really pissed off people are trying to make this about race, saying, oh, if you're not mad when Caitlin Clark did it, you can't be mad when Angel Reese did it. Very, very, very different situations very different situations and Caitlin Clark isn't mad that she did it to her because yeah Caitlin Clark trash talks and she had it coming she was she lost but just the way she did it the way she rubbed it in her face left a bad taste in my mouth as the can you can't see another championship game where a player goes around taunting the other team as the clock is ticking down it's bad sportsmanship it looks bad for women's basketball i i have a little addition to this did you guys see what jill biden said she wanted to invite both of them to the she White wants House. to invite both iowa and lsu to the. oh my god what the fuck <laughs> uh. like, how does that make sense let's let's just invite everyone to the white house as long as you're in the final so I didn't know this, but apparently I was scrolling through Twitter trying to do some more investigation on this. And Angel Reese used to play for Maryland. And there's some pictures of her and Clark chirping when they were both playing in the Big Ten when she was against Iowa. So they know each other. They played previously. And I guess I'll give some credit to Angel Reese here. If I were her and I was the LSU women's basketball team, I could see how they'd be a little upset with the media giving the attention to Caitlin Clark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're a good team, too, and they're probably upset that no one was talking about them, giving them a chance to win. It was all about Caitlin Clark this, Caitlin Clark that. So in that sense, I give them a point. But how did oh, – we're watching Contreras – was he safe at second? No. He is safe. Oh, no, they're walking. Oh. At that, I'll give her some credit, you know. But Kaylin Clark didn't disrespect LSU in any way. I know. She she tried to argue that it was disrespectful to the SEC because 
Because she, she didn't did guard South him? Carolina. Yeah, like... Okay, you suck at hitting threes. And and that's good trash. That example of trash talking is good. She did a little quick little wave like, oh, I'm not going to guard you. You're trash. That's good trash talking during the heat of the moment in the game. You do not trash talk when you win. You do not trash talk when you lose. And hockey, after you lose, the players shake hands and they say, this was a good, hard-fought match. You honor your opponent. You don't walk up to them and go, you can't see me. Really? <laughs> Grinds his gears. Grinds my gears, you guys. Sportsmanship. Be a good sport. If you're not going to be a good sport, don't freaking play. Sit on the sidelines. And you know what? It's LSU's coach. She's the coach who wears all the crazy. The dazzled. Yeah. I'm not surprised that she teaches her team to be bad sports. But I will say, uh, under spin zone, the cultural differences, because I saw there was like a viral video going around of Iowa when they were like preparing, like while they're doing like workouts and stuff, they were uh, singing to High School Musical. And then what did LSU then, have going? And then LSU after winning the Final Four and going to the Natty in the locker room, they were blasting. I forget, I forget the rapper's name or what song it was, but they were blasting some rap music and bumping. That's so just, just like, Iowa versus they, Louisiana culture right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like two di- like they were anyways, gaming though. My gears are really grinding. Uh, my gears are spinning, and I'm spinning up a spin zone here. What if this was a ploy by NCAA to get everyone to watch women's basketball? What if this was the WNBA cooked up this scheme because they know these players are about to get drafted into the league? Are we about to watch WNBA games now because Caitlin Clark plays for, (laughs) I don't know, I can't name WNBA. Yeah, them. (laughs) Are we going to watch watch them? They should just change the name to the Clarks. Let her be the team mascot. <laughs> She's got all the clout right now. Interesting oh my God. segment Roper you, Roper, you showed me the stat about how many more people watched that final game than... More than any Stanley Cup final. More than any uh, NBA final. It was 9.1 MLS million. game? Yeah. Any MLS. There's like yeah. so many like major sporting events this year, and that game had more viewers than so like 9. a lot 9.1 million shit. people. Well, it was on a Sunday... And I heard like, it peaked at more. That was maybe like at the end, but I heard it peaked at like twelve million. It might have. It might have. And then because uh, it wasn't that far behind the NCAA tournament last night, which was UConn versus Airs- or San Diego State, and uh, fourteen million. Huskies plus thirteen. Hus yeah, suck a dick, Shaw. That's gonna that's gonna OT, but yeah, suck a dick. This dude told me no, it's Aztecs plus six and a half. So that was the line, or plus seven, seven and, a half. and a half. I I knew it was gonna be a blowout. UConn Huskies. <laughs> I knew it. So I said, give me that biggest alternate spread they got, and it was minus twelve and a half. So I took it, and what do you know? They won by like sixteen. They won every game by double digits in the tournament. I saw there was a cool stat. They covered every spread in the tournament. Yeah, they covered every spread, and they won every game by double digits. That's nuts. Dominated the tournament. I wish I would have known that stat before I told, was trying to take as <laughs> San Diego State. State. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do another split spin zone here. Let's go to the Blues, officially eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. 
I was as I was sitting. They've already been eliminated from the playoffs. They've been well, eliminated <laughs> ever since I wore the fucking tank for Bedard bag. <laughs> the bag of shame. Well, that probably got them. That was shameful because that's gonna probably bring us out of the top ten. Because they're doing just good enough to where they'll probably get like a, I don't know, thirteenth, fourteenth overall pick. Yeah. I will say Barstool Chief ran, ran some uh. I saw that. And we had first place. We had first place, and all the Cardinal or I mean Blackhawks fans were down in the dumps in the replies. Can you guys imagine though if we get Bernard? Dude, I I have a feeling it's gonna 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 be either us or Chicago. It's like, it's gonna be one or the other. No way he's going to Zona. I feel like he might go to Vancouver. Um, he's from. He's from, he's from that there. Regina, right? Is he Reginan? Reginan. Reginan. We got. <laughs> we are twenty. We're sitting twenty third in the league. So what does that mean? One, seven? two, three, no. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We are sitting at the tenth spot. So if we Top win, if we win more games, then we're out of this tenth spot, and we don't have a chance at number one. Can Only the a, first ten get chances. Can we get a check on them? Aren't they playing? They are playing. Can we? Can we get a? Who? Who? Which Here, I, you? I got you. I got you. I got you. He's got it. He's got it. Okay. Oh, the indictment of Donald Trump. That's electric. Wait, we don't get the alternate channel because the Cardinals are playing on regular Bali. Uh, no. Yeah, they, the alternate channel's below you. That's like, CNN. That's it says no, no, the indictment no. of Donald Trump. <laughs> put that on. Put that on for now. Put that on for now. Conacaf <laughs> Champions League. Get put, used to that, Turner boys. Put on the That's indictment. City be playing that one next year. I want to put on the indictment just for, just for a sec. Oh, there's so many channels. <laughs> no, so many indictments. Go back. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but the Blues are on. Oh, yeah. Roper. You had a great story going to a game with uh, your friend Abby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Canucks. Yeah, I did go with Abby to the Canucks versus Blues game. And uh, after we were leaving the stadium, some Canucks fan chirped me for my Bennington jersey. And he was like, he's the most, he's my second least favorite player in the league behind Marshawn. I was like, well, obviously, Marshawn is the rat. Obviously, he's going to be number one. But why are you hating on Bennington, who has the most wins, 16 wins for a rookie Stanley Cup record? Like, sorry. Sorry he got the cup and you didn't have him, and he has one more cup than fucking Roberto Luongo. Oh. <laughs> like, fuck off. Out of here. I was I was mad. Like, Abby was, like, telling me, like, to stand down. No. He no. started. He started with me, bro. I'm finishing that exactly. shit. <laughs> we have the fucking most recent cup. Do they yeah, even have a fucking cup Vancouver from this millennium? Never won a cup. Never no. won a cup. Yeah, they are one of the yeah, six thought. teams that have never won one. Yeah, fuck that guy. San Jose, Columbus, right? Buffalo, mm-hmm. Minnesota Wild, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But Minnesota doesn't have shit for anything. So, <laughs> what was the one we originally said? We didn't count them. Are we Vancouver? Doing? Vancouver. Vancouver. And there's one more that I know of. Nashville. There's Nashville. two. One more. Ottawa. Uh, Arizona. Ottawa's another one. There's another one. Arizona. Arizona's one of them. So there's more than six. Wow. There's there's uh, San, San Jose. Jose. San Jose. 
Um, you guys already said San Jose. You started off with San Jose. But anyways, uh-huh. who wrote who? I have a question. Who wrote this Blues um, doc? Uh- I wrote some of it. I did not write the Kyrie versus Chief yelling at each other, though. Oh, no. I wrote that. No, okay, but, but I'm not really wrote... sure about that. Can I have a? Can I have a? I have a question. <laughs> who the fuck is Verna? <laughs> <laughs> who is Captain in? Hey, it was a quick. I had to work. Pat Butcher, though. You spelled Verna V E R N A. There's no E's in it. No, it's just V R A N A. That's funny. And then Captain. Do you not know how to spell? There's no I. Okay. K A P P A. He ain't no spelling bee champion, all right? But I'm no spelling bee. You understood what he meant. Yeah, exactly. I'm just I'm sorry, but but, it, I, but the boys, I'm just looking forward to May 8th. May 8th. May 8th. That's the date. May 8th. So. You guys, are we going to watch any Stanley Cup playoffs? We might have a live event. For Stanley Cup. No, no, no. I thought for the draft lottery. we might. Yes, have. that we're going to do, which is usually like the first night of the playoffs. Oh, we're going to be competing with the hockey guy. <laughs> YouTube numbers. Maybe we should get a collab live stream and let them no. do like a window thing. Oh, we <coughs> might. Guy, if you listen to Lucas, let us in on your live stream. That would be pretty hype because we would tell them like, we're the blues. That could bring the blues. Good luck. Good juju. Yeah, maybe, dude. Um, so let's spin up into the Battle Hawks. I didn't watch any. I didn't even know they were playing this weekend, guys. I watched. I was a out bit. of it. I watched a bit of it. I was just recovering. I we went way too hard on Saturday for the Cardinals game and City game, and then we Three went out way Yeah. And then I woke up Sunday, went to the Cardinal game again. I didn't realize it till Sunday night, but I was still drunk. All day Sunday from Saturday night. Hardly remember the Cardinal game on Sunday. I remember Gorman hit two bombs. They hit three home runs in the first inning, but that's about it. Did you have Danny Mac drive you to the game at least? <laughs> I should have. Oh, Can we not? But the Battlehawks played on we Sunday too? We love you, Danny Mac. We love you. Battlehawks were on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. They played yeah. the Houston Roughnecks. We won, right? Yeah. We did win. I saw one highlight of Hakeem Butler, best player in the league, best scored a touchdown. No, he's a wide receiver, man. Yeah, that is true. He looks like a tight end. He's big, but he's a wide receiver. They run those slant routes to the back post in the corner and just toss him up. He's too big. If they play him one-on-one, DBs aren't as big as him. He jumps up, bodies him every time. He scored the touchdown and the two-point conversion on the same play. You're not wrong. Yeah, he'll be in the league next year. There's no doubt you know, in my mind the only, he'll be playing the in the NFL. Thing, the only thing I like the battle the battle hooks were cool when they first came, but like they kind of dipped off because City came, Cardinals are back. Uh, I don't oh, yeah. get that. I don't get that though. We're still like a, I we can be a four sport town. Like why? There's so many. Know. No, like there's. There's so there's no, no, no let me let me finish my point. Stan may have had a the, point. I think I think you're forgetting that there's soccer guy, and then there's the normal football guy. Those guys aren't the same. You think you think there's a correlation between point. Battle Hawks fans and City fans? I think us we're well. I know this we table, are the Lucas the people who bring and them I know together. There's, there's definitely guys out there, but I feel like that's not the majority. I feel like. The majority of St. Louisans are you're either a city fan, like you're a soccer guy, 
or you're just a Battlehawks guy and you just might you might not care as much about the others. And I feel like there is, you know, like guys like us that are fans of both and would go to both games. But you know, like I just feel like there, there's enough people in St. Louis where people, you know, like some people like some things and some others like other I things. I think I get what you're saying here. Yeah. The Battlehawks fans are gonna be drinking like. Bush Light and Natty Light, and then <laughs> the city fans are going to be drinking like Urban Chestnuts, Wickle, and, and Shafley's, and I, yes, yeah. I get you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. And the Cardinal fans are drinking Budweiser's and yep. Bud Lights. Yeah. Blues fans? They're drinking probably some Captain and some Cokes, <laughs> some Blue Moons. Yeah, Blues, I mean, Blues fans might be... It's, it's getting brutal out there. We might just be Blue chugging fans vodka. Need liquor, yeah. <laughs> vodka yeah. Pink Whitney at the game. Tequila. <laughs> Pink Whitney, yeah. Pink Whitney, good shout. Good shout. Um, Is that all we got for Battlehawks? Uh, yeah, then we got they come Masters back home. Week. Well, last Battlehawks thing, they come back home for a few games, I think, to wrap up the season. Well, we played the Vipers. Fuck the Vipers. Oh yeah, you said there are there are rivals yeah. somehow. No, they're yes. forcing rivals yes. in the XFL. <laughs> Doesn't believe me? Just, no, jo- shout out Josh. He brought me on to this. We're Send not me the whole saying we don't believe you. No, we Pat, just don't like Pat manufactured Drew, I won't, rivals. Yeah, I won't believe you. No, Pat's not going to believe in the rivalry. That's uh, what he's saying. Yes, they can say all they want about the rivalry, but. Oh, we I know are. it's a one-sided rivalry. <laughs> Me and Pat were saying the rivalry is between DC defenders because our former quarterback but plays for are, them, and they beat they us twice, our... and we got into a fight with them at the end of the game when we played in DC. So that's the hatred's the, there that's now. The no, rival. I know, but there was hatred already with the Vipers before How? the season when they were doing practices and shit, like because they all you know oh, do those. Oh, they got into a fight there at practice. Yeah. Okay, and, we missed that one. And like. Yeah. Oh, right. fuck last, thing, last thing I want to fucking say <laughs> is Vipers fans shit standing up. <laughs> <laughs> the ten of them that they have. But I want to get in some masters where we we had some live players coming in, interacting with the PGA players. Wait, live players can't play in the masters. Yes, they, yes can. They, can. yes they can. They are playing this weekend. How? Because the masters is not associated with, with the PGA. The PGA. Oh, it's its own thing. They do their own tournament, their own yes. special event. It's its own major, dude. Wow. It's a So who are the big live golfers? Brooks Kepka? Brooks, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Phil's coming back. Who else is? Uh, I can't name them all. I'm just thinking of the top ones. Who did you say so far? Brooks. Brooks, Phil, DeChambeau. Bryson, Bryson, Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. DJ's um, coming back. Oh, Nick's. Patrick, Shaw's eyes came up. Uh, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, Cheater Reed. <laughs> um, Who put the indictment on? Stop. What was <laughs> intermission? This is a sports podcast, not the fucking airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baseball, baseball, baseball. There's really so many games on. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good night for some sports. <laughs> um, electric for Donald Trump. Damn. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, Masters. 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 Robert, read us through your DraftKings. Oh. I can't. I can't. This is, oh, we you're got... not giving the picks to the rise. Okay. I'll, I'll give see, my picks because they're not there? changing. That was a test. Oh. <laughs> I would give my picks if my phone was alive. Oh, Actually, I remember him. Research pick. Yeah. Pat, yeah. He, pick. He's not going to pick them anyway, so who cares? God, no. Give us your captain. <laughs> no. 
Yeah. No, you ready? You ready for my picks? I can give you my yeah, picks. Yeah, let's hear it. So me and Roper in a DraftKings mm-hmm. lineup we've that said we do. It I know we've said it, but we're doing. This is a big week because it's a little more money this week. Uh, five dollars more to be exact. <laughs> and uh, we're doing. So my picks are Tiger Woods. I picked good old Tiger, baby. I can't go against it. Oh. Connor McDavid's got 146 points this year. Yeah, I guess so. Jesus Christ. Okay. Is nobody listening to Sorry. my picks? Okay. We went Tony Finau. Always does well in the Masters. Tony Finau. Isn't he cursed? Where he be now? He's not cursed. Tony he always does Finau. well in the Masters. Where he be now? I, I strayed away from Phil. I couldn't do it. Um, so I, but I went with my guy, the guy I have a man crush on, Justin Thomas, JT, as we like to call him. Isn't he a blues fan? He is, he is from Bama. He played at Bama. JT. JT. I could have guessed that one. (laughs) And then who else did I pick? Oh, I went with, uh, I went with Rory. I went with one of the favorites. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. And I, I think know. that's rounds. Of, I don't remember. Oh, I and Max. No, I took out Max Homa. I don't think the European game translates to Augusta, Pat. Rory does. Rory, it's this time, dude. This is the only mass. This is the only major Rory has never won. And I think it's his. This is his year. Him or JT, I think, wins it. I don't think Scotty wins it again. Scotty Scheffler. To be exact. Rory hasn't got a green jacket yet? Rory or JT have not gotten a green jacket yet. So you think this is the year that someone deserving wins? Yes. You don't think in rookie or upper it's gonna be like a It's going to be like a Dustin Johnson kind of type of Masters this year. Because it's going to be experience because the weather is going to play into this. I feel like someone's going to get lucky. What about Will Zalatoris? He always plays well. I'm going to pick some golfers that you should keep an eye out for just out of my ass right here that I've heard of once or twice. I think, Nick, I think Nick, you throw away your money all the time on sports betting. <laughs> I, think, I think you might as well join. We're already getting eight people, and it is Tuesday. Yeah, let's make a Shaw lineup tonight. I think Shaw <laughs> needs to go into the DraftKings and find out what it's like. All right, fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Shaw's making it. Oh, my God. It's going to be a $10 do, memo to the winner. Can I do DraftKings from the, the sports book? Or do no, I have to download a different you, app for that? It's the – hold on. It's just like look up DraftKings Fantasy. DraftKings Fantasy. Hmm. How much, wow. how much time are we at in the pod right now? We are at 46 minutes. Oh, we have right, well, plenty of time. Oh, while, 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 while he's drafting and going through that, we could talk about favorites, Rope. Um, Scotty Scheffler is the favorite with yeah. Rory right behind him. I don't know, dude. Scotty's just on a different level from everybody. We haven't seen this kind of level of play since Tiger. Yeah, I mean, John Rahm is up there, but he's plateaued recently. He's not doing as well as he was let's look at the favorite so it goes scotty rory john rom speef speef does he come guy. back i would i might like speef this week boys tony finau where he be now patrick cantley jt jason day from down under dude that guy is having a comeback year yeah he is dj 
Xander, the X-Men, going to give it to you. That's a, um, that's not a bad shout. Mm-mm. Max, Maximus Homa. Yeah, he's he's looking good lately. Twitter guy. <laughs> Morikawa, Cam Young, Cam Smith. I've never been a Colin Morikawa guy. You know, like Colin? Not bad. You, Victor I, Hovland, 40 to 1. Or Yeah. All Vic. This is going to be a deep master. Norwegian. <laughs> Brooks, he's at 41's Willie Z. You guys, I Sung signed in. J-N. Listen to this. In my DraftKings account, which I haven't used in a long time. I couldn't even tell you when. I have seven cents in my DraftKings account. Uh, <laughs> seven. I see. It costs. Here. Oh. It's free to um, play. For yeah. us. Where's the link? There. It's in, in the chat. Uh, it's one Go. of the chats. What? What's the one that? Your day. Your, are you in one day's? Oh, Nick's not in that chat. I'm in this one. Hold on. You have a chat without me? Yeah, we have a baseball chat without you. I'm in that one. Oh, well then it's in that one. No, 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 no. Not opening day one. It's in the other baseball chat we have. No, wait. Oh, I was in that one last year, I thought. What's wrong with Logan? Fantasy Baseball 2K. That one's the the sports betting one. Yeah, he sent it into the April Madness. April Madness? We got to change the name right now. I... That was just to get it away from this is March because March ended. <laughs> Wait, am I in or not? Wait, are you April Madness? Go to the link. Yeah, just click the link. It'll take you right to it. Let's make a Shaw lineup tonight. I love it. It doesn't do it. It brings me just straight to the app. No, that's, that's it. Oh, wait, wait. Here, let me give it to me. April Madness. Hmm. Huh. You guys closed it? Is it a sign I shouldn't do it? No. No, it's it's a sign that you should do it. We're working on it. Hold on. Let me resend it. Oh, while we're sitting here watching uh, this ESPN broadcast of Nashville and Vegas. Vegas. This reminds me of... Some hockey broadcasters that me and Roper saw at the Cardinal game last night. Oh, yeah. I was walking through the concourse, and I didn't believe who I saw. And I did a double take. I didn't say anything to him. But it was Keith Jones from TNT. And he used to be on NBC doing NHL coverage as an analyst. And then we're sitting there at um, Bowtie Bar in the left field porch. And I looked to my right, in the section right below us, Keith Jones is sitting there by himself with like three empty seats on both sides of him. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe the TNT crew was supposed to go watch a Cardinal and Braves game. Really makes no sense why they, well, they were in town watching the Blues and Bruins game on Sunday. So I guess they were here, but I guess everyone wants to catch a game at baseball heaven. You always got to, dude. Are you in? No, you're not in, but draft your team and then you can always just fill it into once you you can it's fine draft the team and then when you like join you can just literally copy and paste or whatever or use that lineup to go into the contest but what but what league am i doing though am i signing up for no you're not you're not signing up for anything i just literally picked you to create a lineup which you can do and then you can select that lineup to join a group or any contest or whatever you guys, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas look like twins. 
<laughs> they were in each other's wedding. They were. All right, Shaw. Who's right. your first pick? Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. All I right. remember I was betting on golf in the summer one time, and I took Jordan Spieth to finish top 10 and top 5, and I think he covered both of them for me. There you go. Um, Jordan Spieth got good karma with Shaw here. Didn't Justin Day win a couple tournaments in a row? He's hot this year. He's very hot. Taking him. He's taking Jason Day, Rope. Are you hearing this? Wow. <laughs> Down under. Sal Torres, because I mentioned his name. He's taking Will. He always does well, Augusta. Ever since his first amateur year, dude, he's always done well. Oh, Brooks. Part oh, of my take guy. He's taking Brooks. Back from the live tour. Part of my take guy. <laughs> He's taking Brooks. He's taking a live player. Blake of the year. Is Cameron Smith a live player? I kind of want to think yes, he's Cameron Smith guy. is a live player, yes, Pat. He went in right after he won the Open. I always liked him. I'm thinking the Asian golf game translates better to Augusta than the European golf game. Is that an accurate statement, Roper? Somewhere. Or is I mean, that just bullshit? Matsuyama won recently, Hideki. No, I, I like Sanjay M. I like Sanjay M, but he's... Very high owned in DraftKings. All right, I'm getting down to the 65. Pat would not hundreds. know that. You would not know ownership because Pat does not listen Phil or Nicholson. do any research. He doesn't listen to any podcast whatsoever. Exactly. Looks like a zombie. We gotta, we gotta find out. Bryce is probably listening right now. We gotta find out if Shaw is gonna be a <laughs> Pat, like DK player, and does no research and just goes with his gut, which probably won't work. Or if he does the hours of listening and research. Wait, why is this guy so old? No, they gain. Who's they gain, El Mies? Dude, well, I don't know. This guy's like 70 years old. Look at there's him. Guys, because there's guys that have won a long time ago, and they can play every year as long yeah. as they're able to. Once you wear the green jacket, you're, what? you're in. What? You can play every year as long as you win. And there's guys like you can you can qualify? get away and like qualify through like the senior tour. Yeah. Like they they play very they put they're one of the first groups. Oh, this to is play. it. There's only not the field's not that big. No, no, no. it's the best golf golfers in the world. Oh. Very limited. We're, That's very... lame. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most prestigious. So there's no long shots. I mean, there's long shots. You want to take one of those old farts? <laughs> or amateur. The amateurs, dude. The amateurs are pretty hot, but they never. They start out hot on Thursday and Friday, maybe make it to the weekend. They fall off. Well, Will's Alatoris was in it on his amateur year. I know. There's, no amateur has ever won the Masters, by the way, Shaw. Who's Fitzpatrick? Matthew, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. He's pretty good. He's an good. Englishman, dude. He's like the new new Englishman. You're pretty young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's mid-age. Right? He's like... A little bit older than us. I think I'm thinking Tommy Fleetwood. I've heard of him a lot. Tommy, oh, Tommy Fleetwood. Interest, interesting pick. Fleet Fleet. He's kind of had a up and down year, right, Rope? Yeah. I mean, uh, recently he's been good. Yeah. Which is always good. I'm I'm, I'm taking this Asian guy at the top, 8,100. I don't know who it was. Matsuyama? But I, but I knew I wanted Sanjay an Asian M. guy. M. Sanjay. Oh, Sanjay M. He's very high owned. Good luck, buddy. All right, listen to the squad. Here we go. Here we go. Here's Shaw's oh. lineup. Zalatoris, Spieth, Kepka, Sanjay Nim, Tommy Fleetwood, Jason Day. Wow. Oh, my. That's, That's actually, actually pretty good, dude. Wow. Just Venmo me now. Just Venmo me now. 
<laughs> well, it's already eight people in there. Second place gets their money back. Ten dollars. So we're up to eighty dollar pot. Yeah. Why not create it now? Where do I go, Roper? I see. I don't know why you're fucking. Send me the link again. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. All right. That wraps up our golf talk. Yeah, I think that does. Let's get into our draft. We wanted to do best sports memory of our lifetime. That our life. Our life. Yeah. That you've witnessed. That you've witnessed. Live. Not in our life. Live. A live life. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're doing it live. Fuck. I, I, my phone's dead, so if someone else wants to do Siri today, they can. I'll just take first pick. No. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Number one, Nick. Number one. Number two. He wants two. two. Hey, Siri. Wait, what do you want? You Three. Give me three. Hey, Hey, Siri. Pick a number one through three. Did you get me a beer? A random number between one and three is one. Oh, Roper's got first pick. I guess give me me one this time because she always picks two. Hey, Siri, pick a number. Don't talk. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri, pick a number. (laughs) Pick a number between one and two. A random number between zero and 155. Hey, Siri. (laughs) <laughs> hey Siri. Um, Shaw, you take the second hey, Siri. pick. <laughs> you guys are still Siri. trying to figure this out. Shaw, number between one and two. A random number between one and two is one. Well, so Shaw's got last pick. Great. <laughs> I went from first to last. It's all right. I'll snake it though. All right, rope. You're up first. What's your first overall pick? Of your best live I memory. I was get one. Oh, he's not even ready. No, I'm... I guess I'm ready, I Banner guess. pick, banner pick, go. Now. All right. It's game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Chicago Blackhawks, the year that we beat them in seven with Troy Brower goal. And it was... David Backus. David Backus. Game winner. One game nothing. winner in overtime. And, dude, singing the... Oh, and the blues go marching in. Yeah, they need to bring that back. No. We were singing it when we were walking out the stadium in the stairwell. And then also, dude, I was like fist bumping. I was fist bumping every St. Louis Blues fan that was walking past me. And then uh, every Blackhawks fan that would walk by, I'd be like, oh, sorry. As soon as you lose, take it back. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'd be chanting. Wow, he has. No, no I'm interest. listening. No, I'm li- no, that's great. That's a great pick. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin it. I'm going to go to this most recent year. I think the City inaugural game was one of my all-time favorite moments. That was a good one. I had goosebumps the entire game, and that was really cool to witness three years of the making of that. And I, and I, and I will always remember being with Roper and being with Shaw and being with Christian, and it was so much. I just had a great night that night. Thank God we beat Charlotte. It was a beautiful night, too. Great weather. That was the one. With my pick, I'm going to take something recent, but I know I will remember it for the rest of my life. It was opening day. It was my first ever opening day. Always wanted to go. Finally skipped work, skipped school, go. Saw the Clydesdales. Saw the Clydesdales parked outside the stadium. 
you guys weren't there yet, but Christian and I were already walking around. We did a lap around ballpark in Keener Plaza. I was doing a, you know how they have like the Marines at like events and stuff, and like you do pull-ups. Yeah. I did some pull-ups, and Christian got this great picture of me doing pull-ups, like with the arch and the old courthouse in the background, all my Cardinals gear on. It was a great day. All the friends were there. Wainwright sang the national anthem. We didn't get the result we wanted, but a lot of hits, back and forth baseball. So overall, you can't be too too mad. All right, swinging swinging up to your next pick. Next pick. Um, I'm gonna go with my first ever Blues playoff game. Um. 2000 no don't take my pick circa something i can't tell you but it was game five against the sharks it was the first playoff victory first playoff series victory the blues had in over like 10 or 15 years oh when we played the sharks that it was game five and they were losing the whole game but we just had control we had all the momentum we were down one nothing and my dad kept saying the whole game he's like all they need is one goal one goal and we're back. We scored a goal in the third period, tied it up with 10 minutes left, and not even like two minutes after that, scored another goal. And then we got an empty netter and we ended up winning like three or four to one. Hmm. That's a good pick right there. That'd yeah, that was a great pick. Old time Blue Soggy. That was Bacchus, Oshi, Perron, Berglin, McDonald. Ooh, Andy McDonald. I'm pretty sure the Blues were wearing. Uh, the, the navy blue, navy blue arch Were jerseys. In overtime, or I mean playoffs. In the playoffs, they did because it was a Saturday night home game. Wow. I'm gonna stick with that segment and pick. Not that yet. That was gonna <laughs> be my last pick. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick when I saw the Alexander Steen wraparound goal against Jonathan Quick. In overtime, in double overtime. Game one? It was game two. Game two. It was game two against LA Kings. I couldn't tell you what year it was. Yeah, it was more like 2012. I or... couldn't tell you what it year it was. It was 2012 because that's when the number, Kings we won. Had, we had a number one seed, didn't we? Weren't we number one seed? Yeah, and the Kings beat us in four. You weren't the number one seed. Yes, we did. They were the eight seed. They were the eight seed that year. No. And they won yes. The they won the Cup as an eight seed. They won the President's Trophy. No, we did I guess the East could have won. No. I don't think the Blues were ever first seed in the Western Conference. Yes, they were. Yes, they were, dude. Yes, they were. Yes, they <laughs> Damn. were. I'm, I'm looking this up just to make sure, but I think they you were. You could be right. You could be right. Because I remember the Kings were in the eighth seed, and they won the cup, and they definitely beat us in the first round. I think that was the year they next out in the second round. They went on to win the cup. Oh, they, they beat us in the first round both years. No, we played them in the second round one year. Who'd we beat in the first round before that? We uh, The Sharks. No, that was like before that. Hold on, I'm looking. That was the year we beat the Sharks. We lost to the Kings in the second round. And then the next year we lost to them again in the first round. I guess I don't know, it's too, it's too painful to bring up. I... Too, too many painful memories. playoff memories. It was around that time. Roper, but you wanted to walk down this road. You wanted this. <laughs> you wanted this. Uh, no, but that's that was one of my no, that, favorite. That was, my brother was at that game in the building. That was electric. Did we have a year or no? Uh, I couldn't tell you no. what year. It's around that era, though. I'll tell you this, though. I remember 
I was in eighth grade at my cousin's confirmation, and I was watching that game on a phone in church. <laughs> Jesus would have approved. Yeah, Jesus was a Blues fan. Yeah. All right, Rope. What, swing it with your last two picks. Mm. Just one, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, He's got, got last two. Yeah, I go two in a row. He goes two All in a row. And, okay. So, the second pick, I'm going to go with game five. St. Louis Cardinals versus Pittsburgh Pirates, NLDS, 2013. On the way to the World Series, we had to beat the Pirates in Game 5. Wainwright, on the mound, throws a complete game. It might have been a shutout, too. I I remember this game because my siblings all got tickets. My brother got tickets for my sisters and, that, and him. And I was like an, I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, it was 2013, and uh, I was I cried. I cried because they didn't get me a ticket, or they weren't going to get me a ticket because it was going to be a school night, and I wasn't going to be allowed to go. And I'm like, guys, it was gonna, I'm going to be up watching the game anyways. Like, <laughs> I went and cried in my room until the I – Roper tears. Oh, Absolutely. I wanted to go to that fucking game. You were right, dude. Roper it was cheers game five. to Roper Cheers. It was. What was do you remember cheers. the score? Was it one nothing or was it like two not? No, three. It's to one? six to one. Six to one. Wow, it was electric. <laughs> I remembered it because it was standing room only tickets, and uh, my sister almost got into a fight with a pirate stand. Some old fucker. Was like mad that Melissa was scooting too close to him and like getting in her, getting in his way or whatever. Huh. But uh, it was a great game. They cheered on the mound. I was at school the next day, just pumped up. And um, yeah, just uh, that was a great game. And then I'm throwing it back to college, going to Mo State. Oh, the the game, the, the game <laughs> of a lifetime yeah, of being a Mo court. State bear. <laughs> Jared Dixon with the ball at half court. It was like a fucking. It was against Illinois State. Illinois, Where fuck were Illinois you standing State. at? We were in the student section, right? Which is right behind the hoop. But it wasn't the hoop that they were shooting at. But I could see him. You saw him well, half I court. saw. I saw it was going like it hit off the backboard and in. Bank was <coughs> open. It was a scramble for the ball. Ball was like loose. Players were all over the court fighting for it, and Jared Dixon came up with the ball. And shot it from the big bear at half court. Um, and yeah, dude, I blacked out. I was calling my dad. I was calling my brother. I was calling my grandma on the way home. I was like, guys, watch Sports Center right now. And then I got home, turned on Sports Center, like top 10 that night. Number one. Steve Levy, it was number one. Steve Levy called us Mizzou State. He called us Mizzou State. One shining moment. Ruined. Yeah, so I got humbled real quick with that one, but it was still great game. That was like the one most eight sports. All right, so wrap it up. So I went to Blues game one against Blackhawks. Backus against the Hawks. Uh, It was game five Cardinals versus Pirates NLDS 2013, and then uh, it was most eight. Jared Dixon for three to win. Buzzer beater. Wow, no Ram memories. You'd rather pick a most eight bears. Don't, 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 don't. 
spend his childhood at the dome. All right, Pat, U.S. <laughs> pitch. Had, had to dig into. We'll wait for I had to dig into him a little bit. That was good. Um, so I'm gonna go to up north. Yep. I'm I'm gonna put on the cheese head for our viewers or listeners at home. The Miami <laughs> Dolphins fan. <laughs> hey, when you get to go see Lambeau Field. I think that's the most legendary, one of the most legendary stadiums of all time. And just walking up, that experience is just breathtaking. Yeah, and, make, and had for to, the fact that it was a game. Oh, blue school. Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay. Uh, just in fact that they were still at a playoff hunt and it was still a meaningful game against the Minnesota Vikings. That yeah. was and, and they freaking destroyed them too. So the fans were just going nuts. They, uh, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on a drum all day. Yeah, they were singing that at least five times during that game because that's their well, touchdown song. You also made a kid cry. The original cheesehead. Hey. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We though. don't talk about that. That wasn't at the game. Okay. I said tailgate. I said tailgate. All right. So recap your picks. So I went with City. First inaugural game at home. Uh, the bat, the Steen uh, wraparound goal against Jonathan Quick game. And Lambeau Field this past year was incredible. Shout out Bryce Graham for inviting me to that. I will never, ever, ever forget that experience. All right. With my, I will mention. My, no, I have one oh. last pick. Oh, my bad. One, one moment. One shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last pick here, I'm going to go with a Cardinals game that I went to on the road when I saw the Cardinals play the New York Mets in 2019 at City Field. And really, me and my buddy Matt went to the East Coast because he's from Maryland, oh, and he, he wanted to see his friends and go visit some – we visited New York. We went to Philly one day. We were went to the beach and um, in Delaware. And um, we didn't even plan the trip around going to see the Cardinals. We had this trip planned a long time before, and we didn't plan it thinking the Blues would be in the playoffs still at this time either because the Cup was still going on. We left for this trip during Game 6, and I was just praying the Blues did not win Game 6 at home because – I wanted to be at the party so bad, and they didn't. They lost that game, went to Boston, and that was on Wednesday that week. We won game seven, and then the next day was Thursday. Me and Matt went up to New York City. I look at my phone. The Cardinals are playing the Mets. We bought tickets for $10. City Field was empty. We snuck down into the uh, lower bowl on the third base side. Harrison Bader's entire family was over there because he's from New York. That's We were cool. talking with all of them. The game got rained out, but I oh, never cool been to a Cardinals away game. It was a cool experience. And you're never going to forget And especially it. in New York City. Yeah, that's a great city to go to. And it was the day game. after the uh, Blues won the Cup. So I had a oh. Blues rally poster that we got from Game 3. Remember the one we went to and it got rained out? We went to J.J. Twiggs. Yeah. I had a poster from that rally, and I took it with me to New York, and I walked around New York waving my St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup playoffs, and I took it to the field, too, at City Field, and I think I got on TV on Bali Sports because I had my blue shirt on, and I had some blues gear. Wow. 
that was a cool live sporting event that I got to experience. Honorable mentions, probably the game Roper and I went to in Ottawa. Yeah, except we saw the Blues lost. wear their white jerseys. They lost, and to be honest, that's one of the shittiest arenas I've ever been to. <laughs> like, I thought that was the family arena in St. Charles. Are we counting the Blues Parade? Or is that not a That's sport not a sporting or... event. What the fuck, Pat? I'm, just, I'm just asking. No, no, parades don't count. Okay. All right. I'm just asking. No, uh, I don't mention no Rams. It's Rams yeah. versus 49ers. We're wearing our... Uh, blue and gold? The, yeah, the blue and gold, the greatest show on turf unis. Yeah. And uh, it was the year Colin Kaepernick was playing. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was uh-huh. coaching the Niners. That's really went to the Super Bowl? And, uh, it might have been, but we tied... I, I, it was the same year that we tied them at Candlestick Park. And we went to overtime at the Rams game. And uh, Greg DeLeg hit a game-winning field goal towards us because we snuck down to the lower bowl, and we were right behind that uh, end zone and the uh, uprights. And we saw the ball go in. It was pretty sick. I will say, like, that was the best Rams memory I'll ever have. Hmm. That one or the Seahawks. We beat the Seahawks opening game. Russell Wilson tweeted the day before. He said 1-0. We beat him in overtime. They had Marshawn Lynch fourth and one in overtime, and we stopped him. They handed the ball to Marshawn oh, Lynch. Oh, I was at that game. That was the first game of the season. It was. I, Russell Wilson tweeted one and zero oh the day before. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Idiot. hate that guy. <laughs> um, this last year, last playoff run, we were at. I don't know if you were with us, but I know Christian and I were there for a game six against the Wild when the Blues beat them. And then uh, I was at game, I can't remember. One of the games, I think the game Bennington got hurt, actually, against Colorado in the I next w- round. I went to that series. I'm pretty sure I, I remember Bennington, and he was on the ice with Ray Barilli, and he was kind of up on his feet like, oh, okay, he's good. He goes into his butterfly, and he goes to push over on his leg on the one side and slide to the other post. And he hits the ice and he goes, grabs his leg. And I was just like, he's hurt. I was like, he's actually hurt. That was the moment I realized, like, we were done. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and that point of that game was really cool because my buddy Matt was there. And we were punching the fuck out of the roof in the ceiling. We were on the last row in the top and the upper deck. We were (laughs) punching holes. We were so angry. I will say also the best game of the year for Blues this season, one of my best memories was... Wearing that bag of shame to the game with me and Shaw. That was that going. Was, that was electric. People giving me looks left and right. You ran into a couple Dude, kids, I, but it was okay. I, I had, yeah, I did not have great peripheral vision. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids were not ready. Uh, but I, I will say, like, I had more fun walking through the concourse with that, with that bag on than watching the game. Honestly. Yeah, you had a lot of looks, a lot of attention for Roper. And <laughs> let's hit on OTRT. This brings me into OTRT. What do you got? How about the T-Rav man at St. Louis City? What about him? That, where's the T-Rav? He has a, he has a uh, St. Louis Post Dispatch he had, article dude, written about him and his he, wife. Oh, he, went, he did the whole shebang. He went he on the all. He did the media of, circuit. They had yeah. him on the field making videos at the yep. press conference. Yep, he they did were the whole questions. circuit. Yeah, he went on radio stations and stuff. Um, 
It is a cool hat. You have to give him props. And then, and then also I want to head on at the Blues game of Abby against the Canucks. Nicholas Giochini, second period. Mm, yeah. Want to paint the picture? Second period, they show St. Louis City highlights. Giochini scoring, and then they cut to him at the game, and we found him in the lower bowl, and there was a whole row of seats open right behind him, and he was in a great spot. Like right, right between the Blues and Vancouver Canucks benches, um, right behind Darren Pang. So we went down there during the second intermission, and we saw him out out in the concourse taking pictures. Had to snap, had to snap a pick, <laughs> and then we 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 didn't follow him, but we knew where he was sitting, and then we saw that open row, and guess whose seats they were? Vladimir Tarasenko's wife, Yana Tarasenko. And Ivan Barbashev's wife, whatever her name was, Ksenia or whatever. They were there? They, no, no, that, that was their season ticket seats. Oh, and they're empty now? Yeah, they're not coming back. They weren't <laughs> coming back for those seats. So we knew they were going to be open the rest of the game. Huh, That's funny. That is so we, funny. So we sat there. And we, we only knew that because there was a season ticket holder sitting behind the row behind us and was like, yeah, it is. You're on a Tarasenko seat, so no one comes anymore. <laughs> oh, that guy knew. <laughs> yeah. Shaw, you got an OTROT? My OTROT this week is Lux Living. Lux Living? Lux Living. Look them up. They're a scumbag company in St. Louis. Okay, what do they sell? They're just a property managing company, and they just build buildings and just try to buy as much real estate. But anyways... I'm mad at them because every day on my way to work, I have to drive through Shaw, and I get on 64, and I go west. I drive past these four houses that are right on Kings Highway in Oakland in 64, and if you've driven past here, you know what these four houses are. They're piece of shit, and Lux Living owns the property, and they're purposely letting them rot and deteriorate and fall into the street because the city won't give them a permit to build a big apartment complex right there. And so they're being petty, and they're not keeping track, keeping care of the property, even though they're a million-dollar company and could if they wanted to. And it's an eyesore, and I don't like looking at it every day. Kind of like the landing, huh? Kind of like pretty much St. Louis in general? Yeah, the north side by the dome, the landing is could really use a revitalization too. Yeah. But it's just those four houses I have to look at every day. Speaking of houses, OTROT, we have some big news on the Lucast. Lucast now has an official new house coming Lucas up. Lucast house. The Lucast house. Lucast studio. Lucast studio coming soon. The house is is uh, signed and contracted. I'm not going to tell you where it is, of course, because I want to keep it private. But... Uh, I got accepted an offer on a house, so. And you've been trying for a really long time. I've been now. trying for a year and a half, and this market has been hell. It's been back and forth. I think I put out twelve offers on houses one. Damn. At one point, no, not twelve. That's too many. Probably around like six offers on different houses, and finally one came through. So I'm very excited, and uh, and if. Uh, and we cannot wait to build a new studio, yes. potentially. So Have a new spot to record, hang out, bool around, mob up, watch sports, get drunk. 
Yeah. Put the hype house and the phase house on notice. We get the <laughs> woo cast house. No. Get ready. Get ready. And I think that kind of wraps us up tonight. That wraps us up. We got um, uh, Cardinal games coming up. They're going out of town probably. Well, we got Atlanta tonight. Are we still losing? Blues are winning though. Blues are winning, so that's good. But tank. We need to tank now. What do we do it? Well, they're always going to try and win every game, so it's whatever. But uh, All right, thanks for listening. They Follow us on Twitter at Lucas314. We're going to be uh, posting more, but I, I don't know with all this house stuff going on. I don't know how busy I'm going to be, depending on stuff. But uh, look out for us in the future. We're going to be trying to go to every Cardinal game. We might be going around with microphones now because I did buy a portable mic. Lucas, men on the street. Men on the street. We might have a video segment of Give men me of... opinions of the fans. Yeah, exactly. The real fans who sit in the nosebleeds. Exactly. Those are the fans we want to reach out to. Up to the pores. Roper, you got anything last last little shout outs or anything? Uh, just shout out Bennett, shout out Josh. Um shout out Emily. Um, yeah. Shout out Dave. Shout, shout out Dave out all Dave. Just Dave. (laughs) 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 Just Dave. (laughs) But uh, thank you, St. Louis, and uh, stay tuned for more.